What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. I'm your host, Kyle, a personal trainer in the online trenches, helping people build that lifestyle. A lot of it comes from your mind, and that's the point of this podcast. Ultimately, uh, I pull in a bunch of content from really impressive people who've done really impressive things, and I just reiterate their messages. Now, I'm going to dive into a book that I've been kind of working through over the course of the past couple weeks. I don't read it every morning. I read different stuff each morning, but I'd say this has made it into my brain maybe about seven or eight times over the course of the past couple weeks. Um, And it's the compound effect, and it's about little habits meaning a lot over time. Very similar to um, atomic habits, which I talk about in The Answers to Fitness. Uh, But The Answers to Fitness is a book uh, that I've written, by the way, to give you the shortcut, to give you what I learned in 10 years and give it to you in a matter of months so you know where to start at least and where to start asking questions. So... This is some pretty interesting stuff, and there's a cool little parable in here that I wanted to share, Um, and it's about habits, ultimately, and the guy says, uh, I'm going to read you a couple paragraphs from this book. It's called The Compounded Book. You can grab yourself a copy by Darren Hardy, and it's all about success. He says, a wise teacher was taking a stroll through the forest with a young pupil and stopped before a tiny tree. Pull up that sapling, the teacher instructed his pupil, pointing out to a sprout just coming up from the earth. The youngster had pulled it up easily with his fingers. Now pull up that one, said the teacher, indicating a more established sapling that had grown to about knee height of the boy. With little effort, the lat yanked up the tree and the roots and all. And now this one, the teacher said, nodding towards a well-developed evergreen that was as tall as the young pupil. With great effort, throwing all of his weight and strengthening the task, using sticks and stones he found to pry up the stubborn roots, the boy finally got the tree loose. Now, said the wise one, I'd like you to pull up this one. The young boy followed the teacher's gaze, which fell upon mighty, a mighty oak so tall that the boy could scarcely see the top. Knowing the great struggle he just had pulling up the much smaller tree, he simply told his teacher, I'm sorry, but I can't. My son, you've just demonstrated the power of habits will have over your life. Sorry, you'll, you'll have dem- you've just demonstrated the power that habits will have over your life. The older they are, the bigger they get. The deeper the roots grow and the harder they are to uproot. So go get, uh, some get so big, sorry, some get so big with roots so deep, you might hesitate to even try. So ultimately what this is saying is like habits need to be ingrained into your brain. Um, you can teach an old dog new tricks if the dog is used to changing. That's also a habit. Being adaptable is a habit. You being able to shift on a dime and be okay with it, get into the habit of feeling uncomfortable. Like that, those are habits. Those are things inside your brain. Um, so teaching an old dog new tricks is difficult if the dog doesn't want to learn. But if the dog wants to learn, we also can understand that when we take good habits, keep doing them. In the beginning, it doesn't matter so much about consistency as you try trying again. You know, if at first you don't succeed, get up and try again because you're just doing another repetition for your brain. And over time, let's say the first month you do two workouts a week and five off. You're like, well, I'm not exercising enough. I'm like, no problem. Just do two a week for a first month. Then do two and a half workouts a week and then do three workouts a week. And then by the end of month four, five or six, you'll have four workouts a week. And if you just did that for five years, you'd be in phenomenal shape. And the roots of that one habit would be absolutely unbelievable. 
Many people believe that they're ineffective because they can't go all the way. They see impressive people doing impressive things, um, but are like, why can't I do that? Well, you haven't been practicing and you haven't been playing. Don't expect to pick up a piano um, or sit in front of a piano and play, you know, um, Beethoven's Fifth, right? It's, it's just not going to come out of you. You have to practice and go through the grind work. And the exact same thing comes with your fitness. Many people think that I can't do that workout or I can't do difficult tasks in fitness. That's true. You haven't done the grind work. You haven't sat in front of the piano and learned the scales. Okay. So much the same. You're like, I struggle with deadlifting. I'm like, you haven't done deadlifting with a dowel yet, which is, you know, demonstrated uh, intensely in the end game training system and the end game one-on-one coaching. So when we get super involved, trying to understand that all things need that little sapling that can be pulled out, no problem, to grow into the knee-high one, to the height of a boy, and then a tree so unbelievably tall you can't uproot it. If someone were to come to me and say, Kyle, you're going to lose your exercise habit, I'd be like, well, you don't quite understand neuroscience, do you? Because this workout for me is so unbelievably ingrained into my psyche, I would be losing a large part of my identity. And within this book, he says, psychologists say that changing habits and living uh, in actions outside of your value system can be one of the most stressful things for you to do. This is um, when you go through withdrawal, through culture shock, or when you experience something called cognitive dissonance, when your actions are not matching your beliefs. Either way, so... The next piece is sometimes identifying an enemy lights your fire. Sometimes the greatest motivation, determination, and dogged persistence came from when I had an enemy to fight. This second piece is so unreal, okay? When I talk to all of the people, every single person that I've ever seen that's in, you know, awesome, has an awesome fitness, health, and well-being shape, yes, their habit is unbelievably healthy, but I did mine because of a, a mutual friend in uh, in my friend group growing up told me I'd never work out. I actually started training in spite. I look over to, you know, a colleague of mine, Aaron, and he started training because people would make fun of his height, right? And he wanted to uh, overcome that with by, by being more athletic and in better shape. And then he fell in love with exercise. Same thing with Jess, right? The answers to uh, the end game training, uh, the end game fitness female side of this stuff. She is... Uh, she was determined by a lot of her own childhood struggles. Now, that's her story, and I don't mean to pry too far into it. Um, that being said, she didn't start out doing this stuff because it made her unbelievably happy. Like, we all had that underlying frustration that made us do difficult things because we were frustrated, okay? Um, so don't think that this has. there's a perfect time for you to be like, well... Life is delightful. I'm just going to dance my way into a workout habit. Like, no, it's it's really grindy. Uh, you got to learn to love the grind. Like, I love training. It means so much to me right now. But I often train absolutely pissed off sometimes, right? I train sometimes like just so unbelievably mad. I mean, I take my workouts or I take my energy and my frustration out on the weights because I realize that it's just an emotion. Emotional intelligence says that emotions are relevant and you should be able to experience them without judgment from others which you know we don't do very well as a society. But at the same time, we don't let those emotions dictate how we treat ourselves and others. Okay, that's emotional intelligence 101 in my definition of it. I've read a bunch on different subjects. But um, then we take the, the, third, the third step into this literature saying that, yeah, you, you, it's okay to be frustrated and use that. Not everything needs to be the perfect timing. Um, and then he gives an analogy of, 
I want you to walk along and it's developing your why, like why you're doing something. Um, and just to contrast it, to give you some understanding, like you're going to have to develop some pretty awesome whys. And for clients, I say, get about 50 of them. Get enough awesome reasons for you to be hustling out there and just look at them every day. I can't tell you the importance of priming your brain, stimulating your reticular activating system and getting yourself wired onto goals. I've got the Endgame Training Journal that you can purchase um, for free. You just pay the shipping. Um, it's all about how to condition your subconscious. If you think that it doesn't work, you're, you're underselling yourself because trust me, I am the product of priming your brain. I used to be extremely lazy and not very ambitious at all. But I digress. So the story of developing your why, an analogy you can take, is if you had a 10-foot wide board, 30 feet long, okay? And I said, it was on the ground, and I said to walk along it, and I'll pay you 20 bucks. You'd be like, easiest 20 bucks of my life. Walk along that board, no problem. Okay, but now we have that same exact 30-foot board, end-to-end at the top of 200-foot buildings. I say walk across. You say, not a chance in hell am I risking that. 20 bucks, 1,000 bucks, doesn't matter, okay? I get that right? Nerves will make you fall. But that being said, let's change the why. You're on a safe building. The building across from you, 30 feet away of that plank, is on fire. And your closest favorite relative, we all have favorites, don't pretend you're not human, okay? Father, sister, friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, daughter, cousin, dog, whatever it is, whatever you love, dearest and closest to your heart, is on the other side of that plank, are you going to get it? Now, you may still say no. Uh, unlikely to be the, the exact same sensation, though. First off, it was just for 20 bucks. Now it's to save the person that is closest to you in your life. So you can see that the challenge is not as significant as the why, right? Why you're doing something is the answer to all of your problems. You can go five levels deep and ask why to five different questions, but I think just you just understanding these things is enough to place it into your brain for now. And you're like, Kyle, but I want the stepwise solution to solve my problems. And I say, hunt for it. I say, get out there. I'm giving you some relevant information. It makes logical sense. You can agree, I'd imagine, with all of the things that I've brought up today. And I want, you to, I want these to ruminate in your brain for a while. So it turns on your reticular activating system. And the next time someone brings up why why is important, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that, that endgame guy said why was important. And I'm going to be like, fuck, yeah, it was right. But you're going to then see in real time what goals are made of. People say smart principles. I say conditioning. Put it into your brain a million times and you won't just have to write them down, you'll be so unbelievably compelled to move towards your goals because humans are dumb. We are conditioned by society, right? This is why everyone's like, the sky is falling, COVID, oh no, because we're conditioned by media, right? The sky is falling, it's not falling, okay? We're in another situation, you know, which is just as bad, if not worse, or not nowhere near as bad as what the rest of the planet has just experienced on the other side of things, going through blood diamonds, going through wars, going through, you know, go and live in Iraq or wherever the last, you know, war was held. I don't know. I don't follow enough media. But I tell you this, that was probably way worse than COVID. Yet we're all like, the sky is falling. Anyways, without getting too intense, that's the point of today's podcast. I put a bunch of information in your brain and now it's on you 
to observe what that information is going to do. Over the course of the next two days, it might ruminate in your brain. Or the next time someone gives you an analogy about pulling up roots, you might be like, oh yeah, habits. Either way, folks, I love you guys very much. I hope you have a beautiful day. Always a pleasure coming to here to prime your guys' mind to become bigger, better, stronger, more capable humans so that in the trenches, you can be the one with the scars to lead the troops. Either way, folks, uh, have yourself a beautiful day. Keep pursuing your future in fitness and I will see you in 24 hours. Peace.